welcome, gentlemen and ladies, to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. Hey. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and as you know, we here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and we love 10-minute plays. And we are here to bring you a brand new 10-minute play every two weeks here in 2019 for the Best of All Possible Podcast, Season 2. But it's not just going to be me here. We uh, have a pool of talented actors who come and help us out. And so here joining us tonight is none other than Mr. Joe Ziarko. Hey, Joe. Welcome back, Joe. Thank you very much. So, uh, Joe, we're reading a we're reading a play. Actually, this is an audio comedy, as it is described by the author, called "Contains Nudity." Everything about this description intrigues and entices me. I'm, I'm very <laughs> very excited. I'm really glad because I am I'm interested to ask you a question, Joe. Oh, I, I, I'm excited Joe, about it. Have you ever been streaking? <laughs> have I ever been streaking? I have. Have uh, I ever been streaking? Have I? <laughs> when haven't I been streaking? I think is the real question. The worst, the, the most memorable is, is comes <laughs> worse than the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. And the, there's a reason why. Um, it was high school, you know, just one of those high school sleepovers where you're like, how are we going to pass the time? But this is... However... <laughs> <laughs> apparently, at least that's my perspective. As I look around the table here, I think I might be singular in that. But it was in the winter, and there in Northeast Ohio, there are large snow drifts that I I caught my foot on one and went face first into a snowdrift while streaking. Um, things have never been the same. Can I inquire as to the path you were taking? <laughs> like, did you just like walk out of the sleepover house and run around? Or? <laughs> it was uh, out, out around the barn in the pasture area. Oh, I see. All right. Really <laughs> I, I think that's probably, I, I don't remember the were context. Were there shoes involved? <laughs> Um, I can't speak uh, with authority one way or another on that one. Given the fact that he fell face first, I'm not sure he's worried about his feet. <laughs> feet were the least of my worries by the end of that little endeavor. All right. Well, thank you, Joe, for coming to join us and sharing your wonderful story. I'm so glad you went first. As you can hear, we have a few other people who are going to be joining us to, uh, to read Contains Nudity here tonight. We also have Ed Whitaker. Hey. Hi, Ed. And Sharon Ha. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Ed, speak so we can hear your voice. Speak. Hello. This is Ed. Can you hear my voice? Thanks, Ed. That's great. <laughs> Real momentum swing right there. <laughs> and Sharon Holland. Hi, Sharon. Uh, hello. Any streaking related stories you want to share with us? No. Okay, all right. And Liz Thomas. Hey. Liz is the one who's going, hey! hey! So, Liz, did you have a wild time in college? Thanks, Liz. <laughs> Yes, On the button as ever. <laughs> um, I'm not a. Can I plead the fifth? You can. Say, you could see her thinking. Did I tell my mom to listen to this podcast before I answered this question? Her eyes went several different places. And joining us from outside the gene pool here this afternoon is Amy Lyles. Hi, Amy. Hello. I'm not sure how to answer that. <laughs> 
I just mean we normally have the same people on the podcast. You know, we have our core oh, people, and Amy is outside that core people. I, I will go with that definition. <laughs> well, maybe she didn't have any relatives named Jean, so. Sorry. Hilarious. Ed. That was also yeah. Ed Whitaker. <laughs> Not Joe. All right, everybody. So tonight we are going to be reading an audio comedy by Rex McGregor entitled Contains Nudity. Now, this, everyone, if you are not familiar with our podcast, is a cold read. These actors have not read this play before. They've never laid eyes upon it. And if it weren't for the fact that I sent them an email earlier today that told them who they would be playing, they wouldn't even know that. But for your benefit, listening at home or in your car, we're going to go through the cast of characters and who will be playing just now. So, Ed, if you would be so kind as to play the part of Doug. Okay. Liz, if you would please play Sandra. Absolutely. Sharon, if you would please play Alma. Okay. All right, thank you. <laughs> Amy, please play Ruth. Yes. And Joe, if you would please play man slash old man. You got it. <laughs> A bit of fair warning. <laughs> we all got to do that voice. Uh, I hope the Academy is listening. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Good. So, uh, so uh, for, uh, for those of you listening at home, I will be reading the stage directions. But as this is an audio play, I will be reading the stage directions and the sound effects, and then I'm going to do my best to make some sort of semblance of a sound effect. <laughs> uh, I don't know how this is going to go. Are you going to do the first sound effect that I see in, in the script here? Yes, I am. Oh, Are you okay. skipping ahead? No, I just I'm looking yes. at where we're going to. Yeah, it's a cold read. Well, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, <laughs> contains nudity, an audio comedy by Rex McGregor. Scene one, the interior of a bedroom, Doug, Sandra, and Alma. Doug is snoring. Bring, bring. Oh, who is calling at this hour? As if we don't know. Better not be. Blanket is rustling. The phone stops ringing. Hello? Oh, Doug. Thank God I've reached you. What's the story, Gran? They come to take me. Don't let them take me. Let me guess. You're being kidnapped. In a manner of speaking. Well, ask them to email me the ransom demand. I'll transfer the funds to their account and we'll call it a night, okay? They don't want money. They want me for an experiment. They've landed on the lawn. She's totally lost it. I can see the lights flashing. Sandra, ring the home. Blanket rustling. Got it on speed dial. I don't want to go up to the sky in this time. She's calling a cell phone. Beep, 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 beep. Ah, so you've been before, have you? Twice. Funny you never mentioned it. I didn't want to worry you, dear. Why start now? Father William, rest home. Sister Ruth speaking. This is Sandra Jenkins. Would you mind checking on Alma? She's in a bit of a tiz. Thank you for the alert. I'll see to her. I went willing the other times. In the interest of scientific research, both flights were perfectly enjoyable, but tonight's experiment... Calm oh. down, Gran. Help is on its way. Oh, please hurry. Oh dear, someone's at the door. Alma? What's all this? Too late, Doc. If I don't survive, tell Sandra she can have my pearls. They're fake anyway. May I? Mr. Jenkins? 24-7 care. That's what I'm paying the Earth for. Please.
please accept our apologies for the disturbance. Last week it was birds in the ceiling chirping their heads off. We've replaced the battery in that particular smoke detector. You need to restrict access to the phone. Thank you for your constructive feedback. If our service has failed to meet your expectation, please do not hesitate Look, to- some of us need our sleep. Good night. Slams the phone. God. Poor thing. It'll be all right. I met your grandmother. Just nature taking its course. All they have to do is make her comfortable. Snuffles uh, and starts to fall asleep. How hard is that? And snoring. <sighs> Scene two. The interior of a lounge. Alma and Ruth are inside. Sorry, Ruth. Didn't mean to get you in trouble. No problem. I could thump myself for causing such a fuss. I don't know what came over me. Panic attack. Oh, thank God. I thought I was going senile. Don't be so impatient. Wait until you're older. <laughs> Next you'll be telling me it's past my bedtime. Haven't you had enough excitement for the night? No, not by any means. No more qualms? None whatsoever. Right. Let's get your helmet on. The chopper's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Scene three, the interior of a helicopter. There's Man, Ruth, and Alma. Hovering at 12,000 feet. Harness secure. Clear for the exit. Ready, Alma? As I'll ever be. Off you go, then. At your leisure, madam. Wanna push? No, no, I can do this. Toronto! Scene four. An exterior of a garden. Sandra, Doug, Old Man, Alma, and Ruth. There are birds singing. Tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> a peacock calls. I don't know. Ah, quack, ah. <laughs> there are footsteps on the gravel. <laughs> <laughs> the grounds are extremely well maintained <laughs> Peacocks and topiary Nice to see where my money is going Well, striving for a classy image, I'd say Amateurs at the bank, we avoid ostentation Very wise, in the current climate of austerity If we can show, res if we can show restraint, why can't a rest home? Maybe they don't have anything to be ashamed about They could at least supervise the inmates Look at this old guy. He seems harmless. Morning. Morning. Lovely day. Ideal for sun worshipping. The golden orb is a fierce god, only appeased by libations of lotion. <laughs> Two coats on the dangly bits. <laughs> <laughs> so much for the classy image. If this crowd want to retain their license, they need to recognize the inappropriateness and set some boundaries. Honey, we're here for a visit, not an audit. There's Gran. What's she doing down on her hands and knees? Weeding. So that's how they keep the place looking immaculate. Shysters. Doug! Sandra, what a wonderful surprise! Hi, Alma. A dog barks. Roo, roo, roo. New pet? Hmm. Say hello to Basil. Hello, boy. Hello, he boy! Hello, boy! It's a cockatoo. <laughs> He's a sulfur-crested cockatoo. <laughs> he does impressions. <laughs> Clever bird. Clever bird! Clever bird! He's an awful show-off. His specialty is a lyrebird mimicking a macaw, imitating a hydraulic drill. But let's not encourage him. Looks like you're keeping busy. Always. An active body is an active mind. Sometimes a mind can be too active. Good God. Basil disagrees. <laughs> That's a kookaburra laugh. <laughs> He's Australian. How did the alien abduction go? 
I say they returned you in one piece. Pardon? The other night. Don't tell me you've forgotten already. No. That was all a false alarm, actually. It's a relief to see you looking so well. All thanks to this glorious establishment. Staff absolutely wonderful. Do anything for you. Far too indulgent, if you ask me. We just saw a chappy wandering around without a stitch on. Oh, is today Saturday? Oh, of course it is. Are you losing track of the time? Of course, apparently. Apparently. She begins undressing. Uh, Gran, what are you doing? You'll be thinking I have Alzheimer's. Are you feeling overheated? Not in the least. Oh, for heaven's sake, cover yourself up. But it's Saturday. Clothing optional. Sister Ruth, you as well? Don't worry, it's not compulsory. What are you running here? A nudist camp? We believe in providing our clientele with a wide variety of experiences. Letting them prance around like animals? Place is a bloody zoo. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. Ah. Uh. Have you seen the attention they lavish on Janie, the aging chip? Aging? She's not even 60, a spring chicken. Quiet, Basil. She thrives in an enriched environment. Which would you prefer, Mr. Jenkins? Exhilarating sensory stimulation or boredom and neglect? Pack your bags, Gran, and include some clothes. You can't tell me what to do. I'm over 21. I'm stopping the payments. Do you imagine you can afford to live here on your pension? Stay as long as you'd like, Alma. We'll waive the fee. You're our best guinea pig, if you'll excuse the expression. I love being a guinea pig. Guinea pig, Basil. Cat got your tongue? Gran, I've tried to be tactful, but you leave me no option. The truth is, Jenny the Chimp isn't all there, and neither are you. Doug! Nonsense! Nonsense! I've never felt saner in my life! Just what I was going to say. Nonsense. Today, perhaps. But you must admit you do have episodes. Like Downton Abbey. Compelling evidence of mental incapacity. Mr. Jenkins, you appear to be under some misapprehension. Flying saucers on the lawn, little green scientists, weird experiments. Yes, well, I'll grant you the weird experiments. Is this about my bungee jump from the helicopter? What? No wonder you were terrified. That was just last-minute nerves. I had the time of my life. The darkness added to the thrill. You did it in the middle of the night? Less risk of collisions with the birds. Quack, 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 quack. Basil. Rubbish. You were doing it on the sly. Much of our work is still in the experimental phase. We're not ready to go public yet. Because you know you'd lose your license. Well, consider it lost. Honey, no harm's been done. By pure luck, a fragile little old lady isn't a yo-yo. We only did what she asked. And I'm eternally grateful, dear. After the hang gliding and the tandem skydive, I needed the extra buzz. Oh, for... Act like a teenager and you'll be treated like one. You're grounded. Literally. I was born to soar. Sprout wings. As for you, Sister Ruthless, we'll see you in court. Show some charity, hon. Let's leave it to the legal system, shall we? Personally, I doubt if the average juror will approve of putting elderly lives in danger. The fatality rate for nocturnal chopper jumps stands at zero. If that pathetic statistic is your best defense, you don't have a prayer. Perhaps they should call me as a witness. What? On oath. I'd have to reveal how your grandmother begged you to come to her rescue, and you ignored her. Rolled over and fell asleep. Snoring. <laughs> Not sneezing, Basil. Snoring. <laughs> Burp. <laughs> That's hardly a fair account, Sandra. What are your
no chances of getting that promotion if all this comes out. Aren't bank managers supposed to be keeping a low profile? I'd love to sob on the stand. Can I testify too? You can do anything your heart desires. Except balancing an eel on the end of my nose. I've tried. You can't do anything physically possible. Isn't that right, sister? A convert. The momentum is growing. Perhaps a widely publicized trial will be a godsend. Listen. On reflection, I may have been a tad hasty. As long as health and safety measures are observed. To the latter. They're sticklers, Doug. When I ask to be shot out of a cannon, they refuse point blank. Won't even consider it until we find an OSH-approved net. In that case, taking everything into account... Lion roars. Ah! Shut up, Basil. That wasn't Basil, that was Anthony. Anthony. Our lion. Always kept on a leash. Well, sometimes. Never mind. I'm flexible enough to turn a blind eye. Thank you, dear. You should try high-wire contortionism. Such fun. <laughs> After all that, I'm feeling rather hot. I, I think I'll... Uh... She's undressing. Sandra! Not you too. Amazingly liberating. Oh, what a glorious day. I'm over the moon. Now there's an idea. The end. And because they're included, here are the credits. In contains nudity, you heard Amy Lyles, Josie Arco, Ed Whitaker, Sharon Hollins, and Liz Thomas. Yeah. I am your announcer, Robert Withers. Yay. And the fire. Oh, there's fireworks. <laughs> the end. <laughs> All right. Great. So uh, now we're going to enter into the portion of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just read, or rather audio comedy that we just read. And I think I'm going to start with you, Liz. What are your first thoughts? This can be as simple as I liked it, I didn't like it, anything that stood out to you. I, I liked it. I'd like to uh, do it again. Um because I, I see it as very much like one of those kind of Warner Brothers like pop kind of dialogue mm -hmm. going back and forth. You know, Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Some some uh, some stylized of the vocals would be fun to oh, do yeah. with this. I could speeding it up really quick. Ed, I promise that I could hear you like swinging that in your voice while we were going, you know, tur turning it almost into something like this. Uh, as, as I mean, it wasn't that pronounced, see, but I see? felt like you were yeah. like you yeah. were it naturally like falling into that. that you know, yeah. Uh huh. Sharon, any thoughts? No. <laughs> kind of thought free at the moment. Succinct as always. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. I talk for a living. <laughs> Joe. Uh, I think the old man's advice was sage and timeless. Watch out for Maybe two socks is the case. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really enjoyed it. But I do think, I think uh, clipping along, and what was really kind of nice, knowing up front that we're not worried about lighting, we're not worried about staging, we're not, we're, all we're worried about is the words and the pacing and, and the sound of the rest of it was also helpful because we've had few here where, where we've read them and then when we went back and saw that the uh, playwright has done more screenplays than, than uh, sure. actual stage productions, you can sometimes feel that in the work itself and this one it was kind of nice to know up front, hey, we are just worried about this in essentially podcast land. Yeah, definitely. 
Amy, what are your first thoughts? I, I really liked it, and I, I have to agree with Liz. I think I would have done better if I'd had you know, known a little bit more because, I, I, again, I felt myself changing as I went through a little bit as well. But um, I really enjoyed it. I'll say those sound effects were spot on. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Especially yeah. the peacock. That was really quite something. Uh, actually, my favorite was the kookaburra. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Having actually heard a kookaburra, I, I can say it was, uh, it was something. All right, Little Miss Thing. How about you, ta- why don't you imitate a kookaburra for me right now? Um, um, That's right, I forgot you spent time in Australia. Hey, 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 hey. New Zealand kookaburras, I'm not sure if they actually, oh no, wait. It's a different accent. Um, You know, I think uh, if we do this play again, I would be happy to actually do the sound effects. Oh, what a cop out. (laughs) She might be afraid she might be outshining you and that would be That is true, that's better, let's go with that. No, I like that better, let's go with that. Thank you, Amy. So... Let me ask you this. Uh, as, as we were going through here, I, obviously everybody felt like that they were developing into these characters a little bit more. So if you were to read this again, pro- from your character, how would you approach this differently now that we've read through it once through? Nothing different. I feel confident in the old man. I'm sticking by it. <laughs> Two coats the on the dang of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't know if I would do much different than all. It's just... But pay attention more to the theatrical repartee mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know the timing of it's stuff. Definitely is, speed it up. Know, I agree because I, I think it should have zing and pop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there's something you know we make these references, but the we are all clearly American here. But the playwright it is not necessarily you know, we don't know, um, but it definitely seems to be set as we were saying in Australia or New Zealand. So there's also kind of that question to me of. Sometimes things uh, work a little bit different. I don't want to hear your New Zealand accent, Ed. <laughs> but instead, what was going through my head is is that like uh, almost New England paw sounding thing, and it, um, that's what I kind of heard with the two of you um, dealing yeah. with with that almost. Yeah. Yeah, but again, very for me like. Catherine Hepburn and uh, Carrie, like bringing up baby Philadelphia story. Thin man to me a little oh, bit too. Oh, yeah. yeah, actually a little yeah, bit. Yeah, um, Myrna Loy. I'm just gonna keep naming celebrities. You know, <laughs> but no, keep, that keep mean... name dropping. Liz. Someone's <laughs> gonna pick up on it. Leave a comment. <laughs> Part of what we're talking about here is bringing energy to the voice, so sure. that that gives that yeah. gets action going inside. You know, mm-hmm. keeps the keeps tone flowing, mm-hmm. which you need in an audio play. So that's good. so. I wonder, uh, knowing knowing up front, if you knew up front that this was an audio play, how do you think that you would approach developing your character differently? I stand by old man. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm not Thanks, sure it Joe. is all that different. All right, go ahead. You definitely have to put a little more emphasis in the expression of your voice, having done a couple of radio plays in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that it's that much different of a character development mm. in its own right. Having, well, having, having done radio, a radio play or two myself, uh, you know, whenever I've done them, I've performed them as a radio play, but I performed it in front of a live sure. audience who was watching me anyway. So knowing that we're sitting in this space here where we are and that nobody will ever lay eyes upon what we're doing unless somebody took a picture and we posted it on the page. And even then it would just be a picture. Do you think that you would approach it differently? Amy, would you keep your answer the same? I don't know that I would. I think it would be fairly similar. There might be some some other subtleties. You're right because you start to perform a little more with your physicality. But again, I think it's not that much different. I think Mm -hmm. I think. That's the thing is that you can't, because it is an audio play, you can't rely on the physical. Sure. I mean, uh-huh. I, I once worked with a guy who couldn't play his part unless he had his fake nose on, which 
<laughs> I wanna leads you to wonder, doesn't uh, it? I wanna hear I wanna hear more about that. <laughs> well when you can see your colleagues, you know, we can see yeah. each other in this place. So sure. what we'd be relying on is our own physicality in mm-hmm. doing it. So if you know if I know the script well enough to look at Sandra Sandra while I'm talking to her. Whoever, sure, definitely. You know, that's gonna affect my vocal performance too. So And just really listening. Again, that, that rhythm, that popping back and forth with each other, just really getting uh the pacing going. I feel like Really, yeah, it's it's definitely obvious that the rhythm of the piece is Crucial. is paramount, right? Yeah, absolutely so. So, awesome. Well, our, our stage manager Rachel may have found a kookaburra for you if you're interested. Oh boy, I'm interested. I thought you might. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if we'll be able to pick it up, but I don't know we'll, we'll give it a try. Go for well, it, Rachel. You can always imitate it if we didn't think. I'm gonna. That's what I'll do. That's how we'll she do googled it. it. What unholy terror is that? (laughs) Imagine that outside your bedroom window. Liz, did you live with that? (laughs) Sheldon is terrified. Our mascot, Sheldon. I will say though, the uh, the crows uh, in Australia. I can't speak for New Zealand, but the crows in Australia were pretty uh, freaky sounding. It took me a minute to get used to. Uh, It sounded like a cross between like a meowing cat and a crying child. Just so you know. Thank you, Liz. You're welcome. Peacocks do scream. That is true. No, thank you. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for your expertise. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make sure that I thank Amy Lyles, Josie Arco, Ed Whitaker, Sharon Hollins, and Liz Thomas. Thank you for coming and reading tonight. And of course, want to make sure we thank Rex McGregor for his awesome audio comedy, Contains Nudity. Rachel West, our stage manager, and let's not forget the sound text who shall not be named. Thank dun, you dun, very dun. much. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure that you hit that subscribe button. And if you're interested in what we're doing here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, make sure you visit us at www.panglossian.org. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, you can follow us at the Best of All Possible Podcast. Thank you for listening, and here's what I'm signing off with. What the hell is that? Is that That's a, a peacock. Oh, it's a peacock. <laughs> it's saying help. And, in true radio play fashion, good night.